In this video, we're going to be exploring micro cheating. Now, this means small actions that either you take or a woman that you are dating takes that's classified as micro cheating. Perhaps messaging someone they shouldn't, perhaps meeting up with someone they shouldn't. It doesn't go as far as actually cheating. However, it's something that we need to address. In this video, I'm going to talk to you about two things. Number one, what happens if you are micro cheating because this indicates an insecurity. Number two, how to handle it when a girl that you're dating is micro cheating and how to bring up the subject in a way that's self-confident and allows you to continue having a fulfilling relationship. So I hope you enjoy today's video. If you like it, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. So the first thing we're going to be looking at is if you are the one who's micro cheating. Now, this is really important because essentially this is going to show you where you need to work on your own self-development. So if in the past or now you felt the need to message other women secretly, follow women on social media, comment on their posts, meet up with other women, keeping in contact with your ex-partners, anything that you are keeping secret from your partner that you know you shouldn't be doing, this is classified as micro cheating. Now you may say, oh, well, who cares? What difference does it make? In my experience over the past 15 years, it indicates what your insecurities are. And I'm just going to briefly go over that for you in a way that you can really and truly understand. If you're someone who, for example, feels the need to text other women in a fun and exciting way, yet you're not doing it with your partner, that's micro cheating. And what it indicates is that you're not getting what you want, either from your relationship or from somewhere else in your life. I'm going to say that again. If you feel the urge to send other women messages where you're flirty, teasy, when you're in a relationship, it's because you're lacking a sense of adventure somewhere in your life. It's not just with your girlfriend or your partner. There are many routes to getting excitement. So the first step to overcoming this is to ask yourself, what emotion am I getting from micro cheating? How does it make me feel? Does it make me feel alive? Does it make me feel free? Because the answer to that question will help you to develop your entire life. If the answer is free, then perhaps you need to work on other areas of your life to give yourself freedom. Perhaps you're spending too much time with your partner and you need a boundary in, space, in place. Perhaps you need a new fitness goal to give yourself freedom. Perhaps you need to change jobs. Perhaps you need to go on a world tour on holiday. The options are endless, but it starts with recognizing what emotion, what level of excitement, what am I actually getting here? And that should help you. Now, if you ask me the question, what difference does it make? I'm getting what I want over here anyway. It doesn't really matter. It does. Because the actions that you take today will compound over a period of time. And if, it's and if this is habitual, imagine what happens when your partner finds out further down the line, you've got no excuses. And if you say or try and blame your partner, that's not really the right thing to do because it's within you. So when you say, oh, my partner wasn't giving me what I wanted. Well, no, that's on you to either have a discussion with her to talk about it or to find another route to those feelings. It's really important this because all of us at some point in our life have desires, we have fantasies, and what we don't realize is we have options. 
There's many different ways of fulfilling those needs. It doesn't have to be by micro cheating on your partner. It's really important. If you've got any questions on that, make sure you post them in the box below. Now, the second one is if your partner is micro cheating, which is her. Now, how do you handle these situations? Well, actually, this one's a little bit more complicated because you're trying to solve something in someone else's life. So what we're going to do, we're going to have three examples that I'm going to get to in a minute. But let's say, for example, in fact, let's, let's just get into this straight away. So number two, if your partner is micro cheating on you and you catch her in the act, OK, what do you do in that situation? The ideal way of handling this situation is not to get angry. It's not to like throw a strop. It's not to have a go at her. It's actually to have empathy to try and understand the situation. And you could say to her, how come you're still messaging your ex-partner? How come you're, you're messaging this other guy from work? How come you're doing these things? What you don't want to do is say why. As soon as you say why, it's accusatory. And you don't want to do that. You want to have an open dialogue because you never know. You could be reading those messages out of context. You, there's, it's, there's a, this is a nuanced area. It's not black and white because it's not cheating. It's micro cheating. So the first step if you perceive that you catch your partner micro cheating is to ask them how come and then you ask them about their actions. Then you try and understand it from their point of view. That's always the first step. Now, when we get into this a bit more the next three, these are exact examples that have happened to my clients and they've come to me during a training course and they've asked me, how would you handle that situation? Right? What would you do? So the first one is if their partner is messaging guys on Instagram. OK. Now, this is a great sort of overall topic here. I could give a whole three hour lecture on this. Essentially, you're not going to change your partner's character. So if you find that she has been messaging other guys on Instagram, the chances are she's not going to stop. Because why would she? because you caught her doing it and she says it's a mistake moving forward. Well, over a period of time, the cycle tends to repeat itself. So the first thing I would say is you have a choice over who you date. And if your boundary or your barrier is, I don't want her messaging other guys in a flirtatious way, it's within your right to end the relationship if you feel like change is not going to happen. And in my experience, change is not really likely to happen in that situation. However, if you're someone that doesn't care, you message a few women here and there, you know your partner does, who cares? Then that's a healthy boundary for you and it works for you. So I'm not saying it's black and white. I'm saying you have to establish what your boundary is first. When you understand your boundary, you then know what to do. But if it's a social media platform and they're micro-cheating, and it steps over your line, then you have a choice over whether you want to continue that relationship. I have some clients of mine who are very successful in their dating life, and they won't date women that have Instagram or social media. They just say, if, I'm, if you want to date me, then you're not going to be on social media. Now, you may think that's a bit over the top. Well, he's entitled to have his boundary. If you want to date me, then that's the line. And I think a lot of guys are scared to part of these lines. Now, you may say, oh, that's really controlling. She has a choice. 
over whether she wants to date him. And my client is very upfront about this from the start. I don't want to date someone on social media because you just get barrages of guys trying to hit on you all the time. And it's not something that I'm willing for my partner to do. Now you think, oh, he's being over the top. It's his decision. It's his boundary. She doesn't have to date him. And that's important to know. When you first meet someone, if you establish the right boundary at the start, they have an informed decision about whether they want to date you. So this is really important. You know, set your expectations at the start and then you can avoid all of this. Because if he didn't have that boundary, six months down the line, he finds out she has been messaging loads of people on Instagram. He's accountable, not her, because he saw the warning signs and chose to ignore them. So you have to be able to be strong at the start. Now, the second one is if they're still in contact with their ex-partner. Now, I want to ask you a question. What possible reason is there to stay in contact with an ex? Oh, because we're still friends. Oh, because of this, because of that. Unless you've got children together or a reason, a work reason, really there's no point of staying in contact with your ex. That part of your life has come to an end. This is as much you as your girlfriend. This is also a red flag on you and the potential girl you're dating. And it's a question that some of my clients ask women. Are you still friends with your exes? Yes. How often do you still see them? Because for a lot of guys, it's worth establishing that early on, because why do they need to still be friends with their ex? And the same for you. If you're still friends with your ex-girlfriend, it's a question you need to ask yourself. Are you still following each other on social media? That's another red flag from you and potentially your girlfriend. You know, when it comes to dating, you have to set it up in a way that's not going to give you anxiety, stress and concerns. So asking these questions at the start, you still in contact with your exes? Do you still spend time with them? Really important questions. And for yourself as well, if you want to be a viable dating option for, for a lot of women, then when you come to the end of a relationship, you need to bench it, stop following each other on social media and move on. And this is the problem. Blur, lines are blurred. Boundaries are blurred. All because you don't have the self-confidence at the start of a relationship. So the X is a really big red flag. And as I say, a lot of my clients want to know how to ask these questions when they're actually speaking to women. It's, it's really important. Now, the fifth one is it's more of like a, an overall sort of concept with micro cheating. And, and it, come down, it comes down to like boundaries, right? Because micro cheating is such a big topic, but also a small area, it really comes down to you on what you classify as micro cheating. So even if you feel like you're being over the top, you're uncomfortable you should certainly say something. And raising this concern with a girl that you're dating or about to date is perfectly fine. You could say something like, you know, if we were going to date each other, I wouldn't feel comfortable with you having any contact with your ex. You know, that's reasonable for you to say that. And if someone says it's because you're insecure, it doesn't really matter whether it's because you're insecure or not. The point is, that's your boundary. And if that's a hard boundary, that means that you're not willing to continue in the relationship unless she agrees to it. And if she doesn't agree to it, you have to be willing to walk away. Now, that's a hard boundary. There's also soft boundaries. Well, you know, I understand, you, you know, you're still friends with your ex, but I'm not comfortable with you seeing him anymore if we're going to be dating each other. Again, that's a softer boundary, but it's still a boundary. A lot of micro cheating can actually be avoided by having the right boundaries at the start of the relationship. And if you say, I don't have enough dating options, it goes back to pretty well what a lot of my content's about. 
then you need to learn to be able to start conversations with more women. It's called your dating funnel. You need to meet more women at the top. And then down here is dates and intimacy. You know, meet more women, flirting, teasing, sexual tension, connecting, all these things happen here and you end up getting dates at the bottom. But if you're not actively meeting enough women, then a lot of this stuff becomes really complex for you because you don't have the self-confidence to say no or to set up a boundary. If you want help with your dating funnel, then this is something that I cover on my three-hour video course. You'll find a link below this video where you can find out upcoming dates. It's on video. You can take the course from anywhere in the world. But when it comes to micro-cheating, often it's an area, because it's a grey area and it's not defined, you may have sometimes when women challenge you and say, you're really, really insecure. And the response to that is, maybe, either way, I'm uncomfortable with your action. That's the way you handle it. Maybe, either way, I'm uncomfortable with that action. Then she has a choice. And also, you have a choice. You're giving her a choice with what you're comfortable with. I can't say this enough. Guys are so submissive when it comes to dating. They don't realise that they can have boundaries and expectations. If a woman said to you that you liked, I'm not comfortable with you being in contact with your ex. If you liked her, you would say, do you know what? You've got a point. I'm going to cease contact with her. It's respecting her boundaries and respecting her as a person. And this works both ways. So set your expectations a little bit higher. Don't be afraid to set boundaries. And you'll find that micro-cheating occurs less. And also, if you find yourself micro-cheating, then you know it's a tool for understanding your own development.